Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we rank all of the records for whatever band or artist we're doing this week. But we're doing a li- we're doing it a little bit differently this week uh, because we're doing Crosby, Stills, uh, Nash and Young, which is essentially a super group. Uh, uh, we're gonna uh, do kind of the the first solo records from each member and rank those four records and give our biggest banger from each. I think I explained that kind of okay or correctly. Um, so yeah. Get into that. Keep listening. Thank you all for listening. Go to Apple Podcasts. Go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media. Uh, all of our handles are Asinine Radio. We have a phone number you can call. Text us. Leave a voice. Leave us a voicemail. That phone number is 503-893-5307. We also have a Discord server if you want to join that. Let us know. We'll send, we'll send you the link. Talk to us. Hang out with us and other people who listen to the pod. Um, yeah, I think that's all we got for intros. Oh, my name is Tyler. Jeff is way out there, hundreds of miles away. And uh, we do start with our six degrees with Tom DeLong, and uh, I didn't do it though. I forgot to do it. I was kind of rushed. I don't know if you have any anything for the six degrees. I tried to do it today, and I, I was trying to. I, I wanted to do one for each member, yeah. But without without using like I don't know like anybody from the the, the Bay Area musicians of the early seventies, it was kind of hard. And then I got discouraged and didn't want to do it. You don't want to do it. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. So I didn't do it. So I guess we're not doing the six degrees of Tom DeLonge. Uh, so let's get right into our uh, album rankings. We're going to rank. Uh, what, uh, what albums are we we're doing? Hold on. I'm bringing up my notes. I'm sorry. I don't know anything. We're, we're going to do David Crosby's first record, If I Could Only Remember My Name. <laughs> we're going to do Graham Nash's Songs for Beginners. We're going to do uh, Neil Young's After the Gold Rush. And we're going to do Stephen Stills. Stephen Stills. So those are the records that we're doing, and yeah, they're gonna, we're going to rank them from worst to best and give our biggest banger. What do you got for number four, Jeff? Go! Number and four. No, I didn't name those in order. I did not name those in order. So Order of, like, release? No, order of, uh, you know, my actual ranking. Oh. Oh. Did you purposely you go gonna, out of order? I did purposely go out of order, because remember I, I fucked up last week yeah. or two weeks ago? You should have just done. You should just did Crosby, Stills, Nash, Young. You should just did it that way, or just uh, did a, a order of release. So like Neil uh, Young was first, Stills was second, Crosby was third, Graham Nash was the last one to release his solo first, his first solo album. Yeah, I should. I could have, but you could have done know. anything, but you did nothing. So, I did nothing. Yeah. What's new though, right? That's true. So my my least favorite, which is uh, I still enjoy it, is, but it's Stephen Stills, Stephen Stills, Stephen Stills. Okay. I I uh, my, my biggest problem with this one is is his singing style, like especially when he's doing his acoustic stuffs. I just I don't I don't like it. I don't like the way he sings. He is for sure my least favorite singer out of the four. And okay. his acoustic guitar sound, I'm also not really a fan of. It's it's it sounds really really clean, and expensive, and like he just put on some brand new strings and it's just it has that. 
You know what I mean? It has that that like, yeah, no, ring I to it. I don't I don't like that sound. I need a little bit of the grit to an acoustic guitar sound. And he did. Great he's done it sounding. before. And he's done it before. But I I I don't know. I I I don't like his singing almost at all on this album. But I will say his jamming electric stuffs is fucking good. Like it's 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 mm-hmm. damn near unmatched good out of the four of them. And he brings in some crazy heady hivers, hitter, hivers. Heavy, heavy hivers? He brings in <laughs> crazy heavy hivers that, wow, that just that like, well, that was second time, it was purposeful. Well, debatable. He brings in some some heavy burtation. Remember that video of that lady who had the, mm. the brain aneurysm outside the Staples Center? Oh, yeah. That was, <laughs> fuck, that was rough. That was Poor so girl. rough. Like you see like the panic in her face set in. <laughs> yeah. That's so terrifying. Oh my god. So he brings like, in all these 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 big names in music to help like supplement his style and it works really, really well. And it's crazy because my biggest banger from his album is the Clapton song, Go Back Home. And mm. and like we just trash Clapton all the time on here, but god damn, Clapton is so fucking good on this track. And you hear both of them kind of playing together and playing off each other. And it just it it's just proof that Clapton is really, really good when he's just not like the front man. As a yeah. backup guy, he's he's phenomenal. He is really, really good. But then he's got like Hendrix on his album too. Because it still is like play with Hendrix. And it's and you can hear yeah. already you can hear that iconic Hendrix tone, right? That that he had perfected and, and it was his tone. And man, dude, like like Stills is Electric stuff from this album is some of the best out of all four, but I cannot stand his acoustic voice. His his voice isn't bad. I cannot stand it. Get the fuck out of here. I I also ranked all four of them based on four things. I said who is who I think is the best singer, who is the <laughs> best songwriter, who is the best guitarist, and then who is just the weirdest looking because they're all kind of weird looking. Yeah, they're all pretty ugly people. <laughs> I mean, they really are. It's. <laughs> it's gross. It's gross, man. <laughs> oh God! So yeah. that was your number four, huh? Uh-huh. All right, my number four is um, is uh, Graham Nash uh, songs for the songs for beginners. This one, uh, I was kind of bored by this one. I, I I would never go back to it. I'm not gonna. I'm just never gonna listen to it again. Uh, the copy I did get, it was warped to hell. Uh, wouldn't it would not even play properly. So that will be uh, sold for a dollar, or given away for free. And yeah, I just, overall, that this 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 album was was boring. Nothing really stood out. Maybe the song w- "Wounded Bird" might have, um, because it's just all acoustic. It's short. It's to the point. His voice, mm, it's it's good. I mean, they all have great voices, but it, there's nothing that really stands out to me in his with his voice, and I just don't really care that much. Which wasn't for me. Not for me. I just would not never go back to it. Well, at least at least it's all warped up, and you don't need it. Yeah, I don't. Need, <laughs> I don't need it. <laughs> but this one also had some some heavy hitters. I mean, Jerry Garcia, Jerry, played Jerry. On two songs. Yeah, yeah, played pedal steel guitar. So there you go. And then, dude. I mean, we'll get more into it on the main episode, but dude, they're all children. All four of them. They're fucking yeah, children. Absolutely. It's so annoying. Yeah. But uh, yeah. This I'm never gonna go back. So okay. There you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. What do you got for number three? Uh, number three for me is Graham Nash, songs for beginners. Okay. And this only um, I think everything about it is is not as good as Stephen Stills, except for the singing. I just cannot stand Stephen Stills' singing. 
I just I can't do it. It's so irritating. Yeah. But uh, Graham Nash, I like his voice. I really do. Even though I think, I think it's just boring. I think he sounds like a mashup of like a couple of the Beatles. If you just took like okay. some of the Beatles voices and, and mashed them together, that's Graham Nash. <laughs> yes. Kind of like the same style of singing too. But I like that he writes very easy going, like lighthearted melodies. Like nothing is crazy or complicated on this. And that type of style in writing is very much like Neil Young. Neil Young is very good at writing just very basic, structured songs. But I mean, the difference obviously is, is vast. Melodies. But just like the simplicity in it and then in the delivery. I, I dig. I, I, I will go back to songs for beginners. I'll go back to Stephen Stills too because I think the music is phenomenal. But my favorite, mm-hmm. my favorite Graham Nash song on this album was "Simple Man," and it's 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 a very simple song, very very reminiscent actually of "Fool on the Hill" from Magical Mystery Tour. It's it's okay. it's got like the same type of kind of build up and it's just the, like the voice, everything about it. I think it's just it's very similar to it, and I think Graham Nash, maybe because he's from the UK, I don't know, but dude, I I got like heavy Beatles vibe from this guy. I could see that. But it's just it's just nothing nearly as good as anything the Beatles put out. Well, I won't say that. Well, this song's better than well, half of the albums well, the Beatles maybe, put out. Maybe the White Album. That album's pretty trash. And, and Let It Be's not good either. And in the song too, he has the mic turned up so high so you can hear his lips separating when he opens his mouth to sing. So he's like, <laughs> you know that noise? Shit. So fucking yeah. annoying. That's <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right, that's your number three. So my number two is, oh, no, no, my number three, I'm sorry. My number three is Stephen Stills, Stephen Stills. And uh, I don't mind his voice. I, I think he has he has a good voice. It's not, it's, it's not boring like Nash's is. It's just, it's nothing great. It's not unique enough like, like uh, Crosby and Young. So I, 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 that doesn't bother me, but I do agree with you. His guitar leads are fantastic especially on the song cherokee oh my gosh it's so good and the use of the organ in that song the the mashup of the organ and the guitar leads on that forget about it it's it's fantastic <laughs> it's a it's a great song um and i mean it's surprising too i i had no idea that jimmy hendrix Hen, jimmy hendrix worked with you know people outside of himself really like i i did no idea he worked with these guys with any of these guys, so that that's pretty cool knowing that or finding that out this week. But um, yeah, I, I I really have nothing bad to say about this record. I think it's a good record. I'm on the fence about keeping it though. Oh, because I don't know how much replayability it has. But it was good. It it it, it was good. It, I enjoyed myself. But yeah, I, I don't know. They, nothing outside of Cherokee. Nothing stands out to me. But I think I would have to listen to listen to the, the album more to really to really get it. So I'll probably listen to it two two more times before I make my decision on whether or not I'm going to get rid of it. Okay. So okay. There you go. That's my number three. So what do you got for number two? Uh, David Crosby. I mean, obviously Neil Young's going to be number one. But David Crosby. If, we'll see. No, we'll then see. You're, no. Don't be silly. If <laughs> So like what, I, I really like David Crosby's album, but I don't like the name. I don't like the name of it. If I can only remember my name. Remember my name. That's the like, are you senile already? What is going on? <laughs> and if we're just talking about like the weirdest looking dude out of the four of them. Oh, dude. Like the guy takes the cake from day one. Yeah. He's always yeah, looked yeah. weird. And this is coming from a band who like Steven Stills wears 
stupid like football jerseys and stuff and just looks like <laughs> a goofy ass dad that's trying really hard neil young is just ugly it's, yeah but n- nobody's uglier than david i just Crowley. cannot believe like, that, that he's is. he's he's looked like that for so long it's unbelievable yeah. like come on man yeah. and then reading more about like his, his backstory and shit like he was a dude he had multiple he was in relationships with multiple women constantly having sex it's because he was like, just women would throw themselves out because he had all the drugs yeah. Constantly just using drugs, just <laughs> all the time using drugs. Always had a gun on him too. Big gun, gun, gun rights activist, but a very kind of liberal person. So that was always interesting. But so oh, yeah, it was a total fucking hippie. This, uh, this, this album. If I could remember, if I could only remember, remember, fuck him and say, if I could only remember my name, remember my name. It's mm-hmm. good. I, I love this album. So like the opening track, music is love. I wish that was gone entirely. I don't like that song. But after that is over, Wait, which song? M- which music song? is love. It's the first. Oh, oh, it's okay. the first track. I don't yeah. like it at all. But after that, I think the album fucking kicks ass. It rips and it tears in ways that are like bizarre and, and, and almost like uncomfortable at times. This album goes from eclectic and heavy to like lighthearted acoustic track with chimes, and just mm-hmm, the way mm-hmm. it, it just dips and just falls off a cliff from one song to the other is just bizarre and weird. But it flows well, and I think he did a fantastic job. And then reading about like the group of musicians that played with them, and they call themselves yeah, the Planet surprising. Earth Rock and Roll Orchestra, and it's mm-hmm. basically just anybody that recorded at this place in the seventies and in late sixties. Like they would just, they were all in the same building recording music, and so they would just wander into each other's studios and like, hey, you want to just fucking jam? Like Jerry Garcia, <laughs> we walking so cool. into to Grace Slick and Paul Cantner, and hey, you want to jam? Okay. And they just started fucking jamming. That's, that's what so is rad. going on? Like this is unbelievable stuff, craziness. Yeah, yeah. And so that's 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 where like all these musicians kind of were on their each other's albums and stuff, and they, it, like their sounds influenced other musicians that were on their albums. So for instance, like this influenced some of the stuff that the Grateful Dead did after this. Mm-hmm. And that's oh, that's really cool. But what other names? That's my favorite song from this album. It was a very psychedelic sounding song with uh, some heavy layered vocals from pretty much everyone who was anyone from the area at that time. And it was just like a really full sounding jam fest. And the way it was produced is it sounded like there was like 20 fucking people just hanging out, playing music together. But nothing probably was. But nothing was like was like drowned out. And there was some stuff like that from the Deja Vu album we'll talk about where there's just a lot of things going on, but nothing sounds drowned out. So production wise, these all sound really, really good. And they do a really damn good job at making sure nothing is just washed out. And I yeah. love the sounds. I do too. I do too. This is a surprising record. Surprised I liked it. Uh so that's your number two. Yeah. And got anything else on this one? Nope. Okay, so my number two is also this David Crosby record, if I could only remember my name. Uh, the, upon my first listen, I didn't like it. I thought, I'm not going to keep this record. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toss I'm going to sell it. But that was only because I listened to it after the Neil Young record. Yeah, it's not fair. And it's, it, it's not fair to David Crosby. So I, so I, I put it in my, my, my throwaway or my sell pile, and I thought, you know, I'll give it another listen. I, I think I gave him an unfair chance after listening to Neil Young and my second listen through, I enjoyed it way more just that, that perspective and just not going after young. It, it just, it, it's, this is a great record. This is really good. 
Uh, my favorite song is uh, what? what t- how do you, how do you pronounce this? T- t- I don't know. Tamalpais. T- t- yeah, I don't know. Tamalpais. Tamalpais. Hi. Uh, this is like this is a trippy song. There's, I mean, there's some great guitar playing in this. It's very airy and ethereal sounding. Well, really, the whole record sounds like that, but more so this one. Uh, it's it has kind of a weird song structure too. It's it's a very unique song. And then I looked on, you know, looking up how this record was made, who played on it, I should say. It's like fucking a bunch of the guys from Grateful Dead. And this song in particular, Phil Lesh plays bass on this song. Uh, what's the, not Mickey Hart, but the Bill other. Kreutzmann? Uh, Bill Kreutzman. Bill Kreutzman plays drums on this. Jerry, Jerry Jerry plays guitar on this song. So it's like fucking, it's Grateful Dead. Or it's Grateful Dead featuring David Crosby. That's what the song is. And it made me think, do... Grateful Dead have music like this? Yeah. Do they have albums that sound like this? Yeah. Well, why? Why haven't you told me this? Because well, I didn't know. I didn't think you were gonna like this. God, God, so much this Grateful Dead on great. it. How am I supposed to know you like great. this? You hate the Grateful Dead, and every time I bring well, something, you hate everything. No, the only I've only ever listened to Working Man's Dead. Dad, my mom's dad. Dad, Working Man's um, Dad. <laughs> that's the only album I've listened to, and it's not a bad record, but it's too folky for me. But if they have albums that sound like this song, fuck, dude, sign me up. Sign give me a me list. Up. Okay. All right. Don't give me a live I record will. list. Don't give me a live record list. I don't want live records right now. I'm not ready for that. That's I'm not. Ready but, that's to go down not that hole. but that's. I think it, it'll be an easier transition for you to do a live record than it would be for you to listen to a studio rendition because this is this is like inherently a lot of these songs are live songs that were just studio recordings. They, they were produced that way. They were okay. produced to be like live sounding and, and, and played as a band that's together. Whereas some Wasn't of the Grateful Dead Grateful stuff. Dead? No, because some of their stuff, I mean, like even like Waiting for the Sun, they, that was that was meticulously cut up for hours and hours and hours to make it just sound fucking bizarre. And, and they're splicing live recordings with studio recordings. Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah. But but like the, the Dead stuff, some of their live stuff, I mean, they don't have to be 30-minute songs. They, they still play, you know, three- to four-minute songs, and they're, they're fantastic. It's just the way they play them is just kind of whatever they're feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so we just get any kind of live recording from like this 70 to 72. Jot them down. Jot them down for me. Let me know, and I'll give them a listen. Okay. Now, now that you know what I'm interested in with the dead, and if they make music similar to this, then yeah, let me know. I'll give it a shot. What's the worst that can happen, right? No, that's true. <laughs> that is true. Okay, so that's my number two, and I guess our number ones are the same. So Neil Young, after the Gold Rush. Yeah. What do you got? So, yeah, I mean, it's it's not even like fair there to 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 rank these. Because after the Gold Rush, which is not even my favorite Neil Young album, but after the Gold Rush is just through and through, damn near, if not perfect. And Neil Young is just on such another level of songwriting. And also, this is not his first album. This is just the first album that he released after Deja Vu came out. Mm-hmm. So everybody who had eyes on him. And it is a, it is a little different than his self-titled and then uh, the second album that he had with Crazy Horse. So it it is a little bit different, but... Fuck man, it's so good. to say like some of these songs are catchy is just like an understatement. Like the Spice Girls are catchy, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like these yeah. songs, they dig into you, and and you you listen, you start listening to these songs, and you're like, dude, I know this song. 
Like I know. Oh, I also know this song. I fucking also know That's this how song. I was. It's unbelievable. I was blown away. I was it's fucking blown away by this. And and in all the while, the guy he he does he solos and he plays lead guitar and then he has his little solos here and there and they're not. You know, they're, they're, they're nothing like crazy. They're nothing flashy or anything like that. All of his music is very, is very simple. It's very dumbed down. It's, it's very just folky in its like approach. It's super easy to play and it's super easy to listen to. But the way he sings is not, unless you know he sings like that, when you first mm-hmm. hear it, you're, you're, you're blown away. You're like, how the fuck? What is this? This is stupid. Because it really is. <laughs> the way he sings is stupid. Yeah, it's so high. And I would it's never so listen to somebody because it's annoying. But my God, he just, he can write songs that, that make you love his voice. And I just don't. I know. It, I, I, I was thinking, because I, I mean, I, I listened to this record prior, because I have three of his records. I have, everybody knows this is nowhere. I have, after the Gold Rush, and I have Harvest. And I think all three records are, are fucking amazing records. Um, but, you know, I listened to After the Gold Rush probably four times this week. Yeah, I listened to it twice in a row uh, on vinyl, and then I listened to it twice on Spotify. And, dude, I mean, just, it blows me away every time. But, and his voice, it's so fucking high. It's so annoying. He rides that line. He really rides that fine <laughs> yeah. line of being annoying and being so good. I've never, I've never heard a singer, I've never experienced a singer do that. Like, it's, it's really, really, really catchy. It's so good. It's so fucking good. I, it's it's just unbelievable. It, it's 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 crazy because I have a lot of Neil Young records and they're all they're all almost just as good. Like everything that I have yeah. from him is is two point two point two five at least or above. <laughs> everything and it's it's insane. And he has so many records. He has like almost thirty records, I think. Basically, from like nineteen, I think his first one came out nineteen sixty eight. From nineteen sixty eight until like the eighties. He came out with at least one album a year. Even past yeah, years, it's like the 90s. He was like one album a year. Yeah, I'm looking at his wiki right now. Yeah, it seems like for any year that he skipped, he doubled up for the for the next year. But like then, he didn't put anything out in, in 73. Well, he put out a live record in 73, but then he put out two in 75. But then like... So the, made it up for it. He, uh, during the Harvest the harvest sessions, when he was doing the, that stuff, he had the Stray Gators. That was, that was the other band... That he Such had cool beside um, Crazy Horse, which Crazy, Crazy Horse. Horse is also a fucking cool name for a band. Yeah. And so, like, the, they have an album called Live in Tuscaloosa, which wasn't released until 2016, but it's recorded and from the sessions that were done during the Harvest stuff. So, like, I I had that record, the Live from Tuscaloosa. And which is such a cool fucking name. Tuscaloosa is such a badass city. That's so rad. <laughs> it does so cool. Really cool. And I had it like like sitting in in like my lot ready to sell. And I was like, oh, I'll put it with a bunch of other Neil Young records. And then find out that it's it was made like it was recorded in like 1971 after after the Gold Rush and before Harvest. I said, I got to open because it was sealed. I, like, I got to fucking open this, listen to it. And it's like my favorite thing that he's done. It's amazing. It is really? so fucking good. Because again, these guys like the Stray Gators, you think they're, I don't know, like the Stray Gators to me, before I, I, I dove into it, I thought these guys are going to rip it up. They're going to like Brian Setzer, be real hot, real rolly, real fast. But they're not. They they still compliment Neil Young in ways that are that are dumb, that are just simple and, and, and dumbed down like a like a 14-year-old who just picked up the guitar for the first time would write. <laughs> But they're not like bluesy, you know what I mean? They're not like overly bluesy, yeah. like like yeah. like Paul Butterfield or something, or 
I, I don't. It, it's very. It's very weird to to think how successful and how iconic Neil Young is, and how he has such a unique sound to him. Yeah, he really does. And it's annoying. <laughs> He's putting out a new record uh, December twenty first. Oh. Or no, December 10th. December 10th, I'm sorry. Yeah, December 10th. He's coming out with a new one. His 41st record. Oof. And like, how do you even write? Like, what are you, Bob Dylan? How do you write that many <laughs> fucking songs? 41st record and 14th with Crazy Horse. And, and it's not just like records, but he's also done soundtracks. He's directed movies, yeah. which are shit. Well, but <laughs> this, this album that's coming out is going to be uh, released with a standalone film of the same name uh, directed by his wife. Well, Daryl Hannah is his wife. Dude, and the soundtrack December he did for, for Dead Man. Oh, my God. Which oh, dude, is that so is good. a really good soundtrack. Yeah. The movie's good. It's it's so artsy, though. I mean, the movie is just, it's, yeah, it is really artsy. It's, um, it, it's, it's, I, I think the movie's really good. I, I like the movie no, a lot. I like it too, yeah. I think the soundtrack is, it's, for me, it's top three Neil Young. It's killer. It's fantastic. Killer. But yeah, so when did that come out? Like 1995 or something? Or yeah, it sounds about right. right. It's the 90s, maybe right? maybe late 90s. That's not even on his like main discography list. Fuck, dude, he's put out so much goddamn music. Yeah, I will say though, I up front. No, no, I'll, t- I'll talk about it. I'll talk about it on on the main pod. Never mind. Okay. Uh, so, do we have anything? Oh, what's your favorite? What's your biggest banger off of this? Neil oh, uh, Southern Man. Just a Southern cool man. jam oh, dude, song that's... plays out well enough. Yeah. It actually kind of rips, speeds up a little bit, and but never, never like fast. They never get fast. They get a little bit, a little bit heavier, a little bit more aggressive. But they never, they, they, but they never just go for it and go fast because they don't need to. They don't want to, yeah. and it's not their sound. They tease you a little bit. It's fine. I like it. Yeah. So my my biggest banger is "Only Love Can Break Your Heart." It's a ballad. I mean, it's a straight ballad, and I'm not I'm not a balladman, but. Man, that chorus is is so iconic. It's I, I fucking love that song. His melodies are are unreal. The way he strums what the guitar too right? while he's while he's saying like, it's very like like nineties <laughs> yeah. pop like boy band, you know. It almost kind of reminds me of um Clapton's uh oh uh what's the song Clapton put out in the nineties about his son oh, Tears from Heaven. Tears from Heaven, yeah. It kind of reminds me a little bit of that. Okay. But Clapton probably ripped him off. Who knows? Who? That's fucked up. I shouldn't say that. That song's sad. I, I don't want to. I mean, that's mean. I, I, I like the song, but I think because of its subject material, it, it's it's going to like inherently be bigger than maybe it deserves to be. Because mm-hmm. I, I like the song. I think it's a good song. It's one of my favorite Clapton songs, but I don't think it's a great song. All right, so we got anything else on this one or, or Neil Young in general before we get to the main op, main pod? That is it. That is it. All right, so thank you all for listening. Apple Podcasts, go rate, review, and subscribe. Follow us on social media at Asinai Radio. Thank you all for listening. Listen to the main episode because we're getting into the Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young record, Deja Vu. And that's it. That's all. <laughs>